Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. They don't recognize you as who you are. They're still trying to keep you in, a, in, in bondage or they're not uh, allowing you to be who you are. Or they don't recognize the gift of God in you or just, the, just mutual respect. You will have to stop them. Because one thing I know about people is that if you don't stop them, they won't stop. You have to have boundaries and you have to put lines in the sands. So we have to be able to be direct and uh, forthcoming mm-hmm. with our conversation. Yeah. Not rude, but just real. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Good evening, everyone, and we're happy to be with you again. Yes. And this is the Marriage Reloaded podcast. My name is James Richardson. This is my wife. Trafina Richardson. And we're just happy to be with you tonight. We, yes, we we're happy to be able to uh, get on with you for just a little while and talk about marriage. Yep. And so uh, we've been uh, on a series called mm. Communication, Intimacy, and Money. Yep. And so we've been talking about communication the last two times, but we're going to, uh, you know, go ahead and close out on communication mm-hmm. and talk a little bit about that. But then we're going to go into intimacy uh, tonight. Oh, yes. So, but I want to, before we get started, I want to go ahead and open up in a word of prayer. Okay. And then we'll go, you'll, you know, we'll go forward. Okay. All right. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord God, tonight. We thank you for allowing us to be able to share tonight. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for just moving through this podcast tonight, Lord. Let the words just flow out of our hearts tonight to be able to be a blessing to your people. We give thanks and praise to you for this very moment. Holy Spirit, you're welcome right now. You are the teacher. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So uh, before we get started, I just want to see, just want to ask you, like I always do, how are you feeling tonight? I am wonderful. Okay. How are you feeling? I'm I'm feeling wonderful. You know, I feel pretty good. Uh, I'm, you know, looking forward to some things that we're going to be doing later. Yes. But we want to jump right on in here. And well, before we get started, because you said you wanted to do this. We want to uh, let people know about our, our, our resources. So I'm yes. going to let you uh, share that. Okay. And I, before I cake on these resources, I'm going to cake on my husband because he always embarrasses me. Oh, I just love you so much. And I thank God for your chocolate skin. It's just so beautiful. He's a man of God. And he's so sweet to me. He's just so loving and kind. And I just want to tell you how much I love you. You know, you know how it feels when you do it in public to me, right? Yes. So I just want you to know how much I love you. And thank I thank you. God for you. But I'm blushing, but you can't see it. <laughs> the dark skin. I love the dark skin. Yeah. I see it. <laughs> well, tonight I just want to share a couple of resources. This is our book. It's Marriage Reloaded. It is locked and loaded. God has given us some solutions for marriages. We have hurt. We have cried. We have gone through a lot of stuff, healings and all kind of stuff. It's compacted in this book right here. And as you read it, uh, most women, when I've speak, spoken to them, they say that they got something from this. They saw themselves or they saw their sister. They saw someone. So each woman that goes through the journey of what I've gone through can truly identify as a woman how we feel. So I touch on some emotions in here and some things and some healings that I've gotten through this book. And it's just not for married people. No, no, no. These are for the single men 
men and women that are looking. So there's some preventive medicine in here uh, that you can use, uh, doctor's orders, because I tell my girls all the time, don't start the wheel from the beginning. Just don't try to reinvent the wheel. Get something, some of these nuggets that we have. So Marriage Reloaded, please check out our book on marriagereloadedllc.com. And then we are so excited to have launched this workbook. I totally love this workbook. Um, we sat down and we took our time putting this workbook together. I just want to make sure you can see it. This is really us on here. And some of the things that we went through, we actually, um, we put this stuff in the workbook because these are things again, a prescription to help you to uh, just diagnose those little things before the cancer spreads. Because you know, in marriage, when your marriage is not healthy, and we had an unhealthy marriage at one time, but I thank God that we're healthy now. But this is some preventive medicine. Now this is specifically guided towards married couples, um, but I would suggest as singles also get this uh, so that you can know some of the questions and be prepared, start preparing yourself for your mate. All right. So that is what I wanted to talk about these resources. And we're going to get into the meat of everything. Brought to you by Marriage Reloaded. <laughs> Reloaded. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. LLC.com. So, yeah. So, yeah. But you can get that on MarriageRelotedLLC.com. Yes. So last time we were talking about communication. Mm -hmm. And so we had gotten down to the point where we were really talking about Jesus. Yes. And if you really look at Jesus himself, if you if you follow these uh, this this, you know, this man in the Bible, this man named Jesus in the mm -hmm. Bible, when he was here on the earth, you know, he was a very good communicator. Oh, yes, he and was. And we were talking about that, how he's a, he was very com a very good communicator. Mm -hmm. And we talked about four, four ways that Jesus communicated that we can learn from. Yes. And so the first thing we had talked about was that he was very direct. Yes, he was. Jesus didn't cut corners. He didn't kind of say what he was wanted to say. He said what he meant. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. When, 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 you know, Peter was talking to him and telling him, you know, uh, you know, uh, when G Jesus was telling Peter, he said, you know, Jesus said, I'm, I got to go to the cross and, you know, paraphrasing. And uh -huh. then, you know, uh, Peter said, no, Lord, that, I'll never let that happen. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said to him, get thee behind me, Satan. Now mm -hmm. he wasn't talking to Peter, yes. but he was letting Peter know that spirit that you're talking from, yes. that's not of God. That is not I of came God. here to die for the sins of my people. Yes. You understand? Yes. So he was very direct. Yes, he and is. so when we're communicating, we have to be, we have to learn how to yes. be direct. I'm not saying rude. Right. But what I'm saying is we have to learn to be direct. Yes. And he also, he also, um, Peter, he also said to Peter, uh, Peter was like, Lord, I love you. You know, and Jesus told him, he said, before the cry crows three times, you will deny me. Mm -hmm. He let him know straight up. Uh, he wasn't rude, but it happened just like he said it. And it was for purpose. Everything that we go through and we discuss is on purpose for purpose. Let your conversation and your communication be on purpose and for purpose. Yes. And we're going to look at how Jesus did it. So when the church tries to portray Jesus as um, just this own, only a lowly baby that was in the manger, but when he grew up, he grew up. He, he, he became the man for us. He, his redemptive love, salvation, and he protected us. He was honest with the scribes and the Pharisees. So mm -hmm. I'm going to let you touch on that before yeah, we, I get excited. We said he was direct, and then we said he rebuked. He rebuked. You know, he, 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 you know when the Pharisees were tried to trick him or tried to get him caught up in his words or tried to, you know, be sly about things, he was direct with them. He said, you brood vipers. Yes. He said, you're full of dead men's bones. Yes. He was direct. Mm -hmm. He let people know if, if he had to say something, yes. even though it was something that was hard, 
hard for them to receive, mm -hmm. he didn't hold back his tongue. Right. You know, and so sometimes when you when we're dealing with one another, when we're communicating, we have to be direct. We have to rebuke. We have to say, hey, that's not right. Yeah. You know, it's okay to do that. The Bible says open re open rebuke is better than what? Secret, Secret love. love. Yes. It's better to tell that person the truth if they're if they're wrong, if they're out of order. Right. It's better to just to communicate and say it. Right. And the reason why Jesus said what he said was because they were dressed up and they were doing the rituals of Christ. When Jesus came, they didn't even recognize him as the savior and they were just doing religious works. It's a difference between religion and relationship. Mm -hmm. if, if, when Jesus came, if they had a relationship with him, they would have recognized him. And that's the thing, when you're in relationship with people, if they don't recognize you as who you are. They're still trying to keep you in, a, in, in bondage or they're not uh, allowing you to be who you are. Or they don't recognize the gift of God in you or just, the, just mutual respect. You will have to stop them. Because one thing I know about people is that if you don't stop them, they won't stop. You have to have boundaries and you have to put lines in the sands. So we have to be able to be direct and uh, forthcoming mm -hmm. with our conversation. Yeah. Not rude, but just real. Yeah, just real. Mm -hmm. And then we said the fourth, the third thing we said is that Jesus, Jesus was honest. Mm -hmm. You have to be honest. He, yes. he, he told the disciples, he said, listen, this is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. He said, the son of man is going to be betrayed into yeah. the hands of wicked men. He's, mm -hmm. he's going to be betrayed. He's going to be crucified. Mm -hmm. He didn't hide that from them. Yeah. He let them know what was going to happen. He was honest. Yeah. And so we have to learn how to be honest when we're communicating with oh, yes. one another, with people. We, we, don't, we shouldn't hide anything. We say, listen, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. This is how I feel about this. Yeah. It's, it's good to let your spouse know, look, mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I yes. feel this way. When mm -hmm. you do this, it makes me feel this way. Yes. When you're honest with a person, they might not like it, but yes. at least they can appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I know anytime my wife is honest with me, mm -hmm. it makes me appreciate it. I might mm -hmm. not like it all the time. I'm like, I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. That made me feel very uncomfortable, <laughs> but I'm glad you're honest with me. Yeah. I'm glad you told me that, mm -hmm. you know, I need to shave my head because it was the hair is whatever. You know, whatever it is. <laughs> Sometimes we get a little, you know, like, what you mean? But honesty is so much better. Yeah. It makes that person feel like, okay, I can respect you. Because yes. you could have just, you know, if you asked me something or if, if, if I needed to know something, let mm -hmm. me know. Mm -hmm. Be honest with me. Yeah. And Jesus was like that. He was honest with people when he was around them. He was yes. honest with them. Yes. And honesty can take you so much further. Sometimes it, the truth really does hurt. It is, it is hurtful and it's not, you know, it doesn't feel good, it's uncomfortable, but I believe that God respects and that we can respect one another. Now, I, sometimes I've sold my husband stuff and he didn't like it, but he came back later and respected how I was feeling, vice versa. When he told me things about myself, I didn't like it, but I had to respect it. And you also have to be able to hear from the other person's point of view. Uh, if he sees me in this light, I need to work on this thing that where he's telling me about. I mean, I have to make some changes and change we must do in order to grow. Mm -hmm. And then when mm -hmm. we can start communicating mm -hmm. the truth to each other, even if it hurts, it's sometimes it's not what you say, it is how you say what yes. you say. Uh, you can, I could say something to him. Let me just uh, pick a random thing. Um, you need to color that gray on your chin. Or I could say, baby, would you like me to color your, your hair on there? Or would you like to leave it that way? Whatever makes you happy. But I love when you color it. You know, I love you either way, but I love when you color it. Mm -hmm. The difference is I'm not attacking him. Right. Like he walking around, you got that gray on you. When are you gonna color that? Mm -hmm. Or honey, 
So I picked up some color. What do you think about coloring your gray? Something, but you can do it sweetly. He said, he might say, I don't want to color my gray because I want him to color his gray doesn't mean that he necessarily has to have it. So I must respect how he's feeling and I can't force that on him. That's the other thing about communication. Mm -hmm. We can't be forceful when we share our information. You have to be able to respect that person if they're not ready to receive it at that time. Amen. So I don't wanna go off the path, let's continue on. No, and the last thing, and, and we'll be done with communication is Jesus was loving. Oh, yes. And this is the most important thing out of all the stuff we, we talked mm -hmm. about, uh, being direct. He rebuked. Yes. He was honest. But most importantly, he was loving. Yeah. And everything that we do with our partner should be done out of love. Yes. Not out of spite, not out of trying to hurt them, not mm -hmm. trying to tear them down. Yeah. But it should be done out of love. When Jesus talked to people, whenever whatever he was doing, he really was trying to show them love. Yeah. He let them know you, when the woman came to him, who was accused of adultery, he could yes. have looked at her and, and they came and they were ready to stone her. Yep. But instead of stoning her, Jesus looked at them and said, he that is, that is without, without sin, sin you cast the first stone. stone. And they all dropped their rocks and yes. rocks and walked away. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, woman, where are thou accusers? Mm. And she, and she said, they're not here. And she right. said, neither do I accuse you. Yes. Even though you were caught in something that you weren't supposed to be doing. He said, I love you so much mm -hmm. that I just, he said, he told her, go and sin no more. Yes. He loved on that woman. Mm -hmm. So we have to know how to, even when people are wrong, even when they make mistakes, even when they don't always do the right thing, we have to know how to still love them through it. Yeah. That's what real love does. That's mm -hmm. what real marriage is about. You know, it's about loving that person through the stuff that they go through. Yes. And so that's, that's, how he, that's how he operated in yeah. a lot of situations. And a lot of times, you know, if you don't grow up a certain way, um, it has to be formed in you. Once you receive Christ, um, the Holy Spirit is within you. So you have to make intentional uh, efforts to uh, do loving acts and, and work through that. And that's some of the things that God had to work through with me. We don't come, once we get saved, it's not like automatically everything comes together. You're this person and all the bad stuff falls off of you. No, it's work. The Holy Spirit is actively working in you and you have to submit to the Holy Spirit if you want to change. So loving uh, for some people, they don't, some people don't want to be touched. Um, some people, their love languages are different and we'll just wait to go to the next level and talk about that. But loving is one of the things should be that we should also have as a fruit of the spirit. If Jesus is loving, we need to be loving. Amen. We need to strive for that. That should be a goal, a love goal. Amen. Amen. And so uh, we, we're going to end there on communication, mm -hmm. but we want to get into uh, part two. We want to talk about intimacy tonight. Oh, yeah. That's really what we came to talk about tonight, mm -hmm. intimacy, because we're talking about communication, uh, intimacy, and then money. So it, as far as intimacy, we had, we, we, you know, we looked up a definition mm -hmm. and the definition says uh, that there are four parts to intimacy. Mm -hmm. There's emotional intimacy, spiritual intimacy, yeah. mental and then physical. Mm -hmm. And see, a lot of people think that intimacy is just sex. Mm -hmm. You know, when people get married, they, we gonna, we're gonna be intimate. And they think, they just, they don't even see the other four parts of it. Yeah. They, just, they just see the physical. Yeah. Like, we just got married, intimacy. Our intimacy is, is, is physical and that's it. No. But this, this definition talked about it being so much more mm -hmm. than just uh, physical. Yeah. It's mental. It's spiritual. Mm -hmm. It's emotional. Yes. You understand what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And so we want to we want to dive into that tonight. Yes. You know we want to talk about that. So uh, we we the question the first question that we had is how do we lose intimacy? What happens? Mm. What happens? Yeah. Over time, when 
bad things happen in your marriage, disagreements, children, working, not spending time, not nurturing your relationship, um, you can stop being friends. Mm -hmm. And when you stop being friends, you have lost something that's valuable. If you were friends before you got married, you have to work on the friendship when mm -hmm. you're in marriage. Marriage is not something that we just do and we have sex and we have children and we just operate in life. Marriage is something that joins the two. It is the first institution that God ordained. He, Adam and Eve, and he joined them together. He first made Adam and out of Adam, Eve came. Mm -hmm. So when we understand the connectedness in relationship, we ought to fight hard to protect the friendship. Mm -hmm. So we lose respect in the process. When you stop being friends, then respect is lost. Yeah, and that can happen because so many different, you know, uh, you know, uh, I heard somebody say today, I was looking at a, a, a little video and, and someone said today that, you know, marriage is not for the faint at heart. Yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm. They were saying, don't get married if you're not ready to die. Mm -hmm. That's what the person said. I was like, wow. Well, we can just stay on that you know one for I mean? a minute. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, so when you're getting married, there's going to be some death occurring yes. in you because you have to die to some of your ways mm -hmm. and the other person has to die to some of their ways. But many times people don't get marriage counseling. They yeah. just, just jump in, the, mm -hmm. jump the broom and get married because yes. they're thinking that all we need is love. Right. And that is the far, the furthest Listen, thing from the truth. You need way more than, than love. just love to be married. Yes. That's why we're talking about this intimacy tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what was the first thing you said? Um, uh, you said that someone said what now? Oh, marriage is not for the faint at heart. Right. And then you said. And then I said, he said, uh, you know, die. If you're not ready to die. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We could stay on that the rest of the time, but I'll say this. First of all, when, when it's a death, it's a death to self. It's a death to selfishness. You can't be selfish. It's a death to, to become selfless. And it's a, a death to understand what we need to be in this marriage, how we need to be, how we need to operate with each other. And when I say that, I mean, you study your spouse, not because you just want to study them, but because you love them. And so there are things and there are times where my husband might say things to offend me and hurt me, but I have to die to myself and I have to say, you know what? I know he's not doing this to hurt me. Now, I know there are some relationships where um, there is a lot of offenses going on. But in order to die to yourself in a healthy marriage, you're going to have to have Jesus. Listen, I cannot tell you anything apart from Jesus. I'm going to tell you, if I was in the world and I was married, we would not be married by now. We would not. Because in order for us to accept who we are and what we need to do, for, what we need to have from each other, you have to have Christ in your life. This thing, like the person said, is not for the faint at heart. So when the offenses come, and they will come from your spouse, I heard a wise man said, the person that's closest to you uh, is the person that can hurt you the most. The one that can help you can hurt you the most. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. In marriage, there has to come a death to self. And when I say, I'm not saying die slowly, don't communicate, because that's what we talked about. But there are some things that we have to go through as married couples to change, to shape each other. We have, mm -hmm. to, we have to become one mm -hmm. in this marriage. So in order to do that, my husband might say, hey, I don't want you going to spend extra money. We need to hone in. We got to pay these bills. That's bothering me because I want to spend. But I understand that I have to die to myself because we have goals and visions for our finances. So now I got to submit under the mission. What a lot of women, especially in when you're out there, 
To submit sounds like it's such a bad thing, but submission is all, it's meekness under control. Really it is. Um, so I learned that when I come under the mission that he's has, that he has, because he does it respectfully. I'm not saying how you have a man say, you gonna do this, you gonna say this, you gonna listen to me. If he was that kind of man, it would be hard. To, to, but with Jesus, all things are possible, but I don't think we will be married. But under the, coming under the mission is, is something that we have to die to ourselves, and he has to die to himself too, because there are things that I've done and said. I want you to share that real quick. Oh, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, the Bible also says submitting yourselves one to one another. One to another. So, you know, we have to be able to, there's, there's wisdom that comes from mm -hmm. the, your wife that, that helped me. It comes from her, so you can't just be so stuck on what you want to do that you're not listening to. Yeah. God will use your wife to tell you some things. That's the person that's close to you. Mm -hmm. So God will use your wife many times to tell you stuff that's, that it's, it's the Lord speaking to you. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm not just like saying to her, you got to do this. If you got to tell your wife she got to submit, then something's wrong. Yeah. You shouldn't have to say it. It should be natural. It should like, hey, I'm, I'm leading the way. I'm mm -hmm. walking forward. I'm walking with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And as I walk with God, then it, it's, it's just natural. Right. Because we're one. See, yeah. the Bible says the two become one. Mm -hmm. So we're connected. Yes. And you said something that's so important. He shouldn't have to tell me. The reason why he doesn't have to tell me is because how he treats me. He treats me like a queen. It is so easy to love him. It is so easy. Even there's times where we've had disagreements. And I'll just, I want to share this because I like being transparent. We had a disagreement. Uh, a conversation that would just didn't go well. And I knew when he spoke to me that I was wrong. So what I did was I prayed. I said, James, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna, I've been saying all week he loves beef stew. So I said, I'm gonna make you some beef stew. So this day that I was really um, not sweet, <laughs> um, I made, I came, I went to the store, I bought all the ingredients, I made him some beef stew, and then I texted him and I told him how much I loved him, and I asked for, for his forgiveness, and I said, come home with a good appetite, because I made one of your favorite meals. I laid it out for him, um, because he told me the truth in love, and he, he, he told me the truth. I didn't like it, but he told me the truth in love, and I wanted to make sure that I did something special for him, so that was my way of giving back to him, so it's not hard to submit. Yeah, and part of that, that's part of intimacy right there. Yes, See, it is. See, a lot of people don't think, but just that, that making that dinner and coming home and giving that person some, something that's their favorite thing, mm -hmm. that's part of intimacy. That's mm -hmm. where it goes beyond sex. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, I made your favorite dinner. I did some things, but we're going to talk about those things a little bit later on. Okay. Um, but I want to get to a, a question that we had, because this is a big, we talked about this, and it was a, it was a big thing. Uh, many, many times, uh, why do women withhold sex when they're upset? Mm. When, 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 or when they, you know, a, a lot of times in marriage, mm -hmm. women say, look, I'm not sleeping with you. I'm not, we're not going to have sex. You mm -hmm. know, and the men are like, what? Mm -hmm. and, they're, and they're angry. Yeah. And then and many times that can go on for a long time. Yes. It, it can does. go on for a long time. It's mm -hmm. like, hey, it can be, it's been six months, it's been this. I mean, I don't know about other people, but I'm just saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's what happens. What? But there's, a, but there's reasons behind that. There's, it is. We want to come to some understanding on that mm -hmm. because I hear a lot of men say that. Uh, she doesn't even, you know, she doesn't even sleep with me anymore. Yeah. You know, so we wanted to get on that and talk about that, but I'm going to let you, you're a woman. Yeah. So I, I wanted, want you to I'm, kind of break that I'm down I'm burning up over here to, to tell you. All right. Okay, so I speak to many women all the time. And it's hard for a woman to give herself to someone that doesn't, she doesn't respect, okay. uh, that doesn't listen to her, 
that is um, mean, borderline um, boisterous in the bedroom, um, that doesn't value her. And when a woman is not valued, what she does is she pulls back and she withholds. It's hard for her to give herself to someone that does not truly show that they love her outside of the bedroom. It doesn't start in the bedroom, like you said. Mm-hmm. A phone call, a text message, some flowers. I'm gonna take you out to dinner, dating, loving on that person, and, uh, and coming together under the submission of the household having a vision. There are so many women that I speak to, they say, I just wish he had a vision. I wish he would just try. I'll be satisfied if he just take me out to dinner. If we just go through a drive through together. Now that's, that's really hard because that means that he has stopped courting her, he stopped dating her, and now he wants sex. And I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm telling you what I hear from women. Right. He doesn't respect me mm-hmm. and he treats me really bad. Mm, okay. Yeah. And so th- that's what we talked about. We said that they don't, a woman doesn't want to give uh, part of themselves to someone they can't trust, mm-hmm. respect. Maybe if there's pornography and things like that involved, or infidelity, yeah. past issues. Sometimes it could even be something where something happened when they were young. And yeah. it'll, 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 you, sometimes women, we talked about this too, women can bring baggage into the marriage. And men. You know, and men, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying when these things are happening, it's like, well, uh, that can affect the marriage. Yes. It's like, dang, this, this baggage, maybe you were with someone before me yeah. that mistreated you. Now right. you're with me and I'm doing mm-hmm. everything I can. I'm doing... I'm treating you right, but because yeah. of the baggage that, that you came in yes. with, it's affecting our marriage Exactly. Now. That happens a lot. It's not, not always one thing. It's right. many different things. Yes. Sometimes, like you said, because, you know, when, 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 you, when you become intimate, the mm-hmm. two become one. Yes. It's like a soul tie. It is a soul tie. It's a soul tie. It's a soul That's soul what tie. it is. And so if you're coming together and those souls tied, and you're coming together, your souls are tied yes. together, mm-hmm. but what am I tying myself in exactly. when, I, when I come in to, to connect with you? Right. You understand? Yes. And so that's what happens many times. You're wondering, why is my wife feeling this way? Why is my husband feeling this mm-hmm. way? Because they're, you're, you're, you're tying those souls together mm-hmm. every time. And if things are not right in the marriage, yes. then that's not going to be right. It's right. It's exactly. going to affect the intimacy. It's going to affect the intimacy. You know, it's not right now. We shouldn't because mm-hmm. the Bible says that, the Bible even says that when you hold back, you know, you might cause that person to, to sin. sin. Yes. But dang, do I want to come in and, and, and connect with you like that and right. then things are not right between us? Mm-hmm. That's why I said I wanted to talk about this because I don't want to, I want us to get on and have a conversation about right. this. Right. I don't want to connect. If, we're, if things are not right, let's exactly. get things together. Right. Let's not let the sun go down on our wrath. Right. Let's deal with this thing. Right, because, but you are that way. Right. But there are some men that will, and that I hear it all the time from the women, they don't care if things are not right, they just want sex. They want to get in the bed. And what <laughs> happens, what happens with that is that when a woman, and this is the other thing I hear from women, when I do this, it makes them think that, Everything is okay. Oh, you said that. Yeah. Everything is okay. We made <laughs> love or had sex or whatever you want to call it, and things are not okay. And so she's like, "I'm not giving you myself because you think that we're okay, and you still we get in the bed. Things are bad, and we get out the bed. The bed things are still bad. So we haven't done anything. But the man feels like, yeah, she let me in. Ah, uh-huh. I'm good now, you know. And they say, I'm not going to confuse this brother. I'm just going to cut it off. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Amen. That's, that's, that's the truth. <laughs> now, the truth is, we're going to get to the solution part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wanted we, to get on that. Because yeah, I but know we have a, to discuss it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so we, we went on from there, mm-hmm. and we talked about how we, we need to begin to go through the process. Yeah. We, uh, the things that we need to do is uh, because some of, some of you might be at the end of your rope with this thing. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm just tired. Yeah. But uh, we need to begin to communicate. We, we talked about that. Their communication needs to, look, we have to sit down mm-hmm. and begin. To, the first thing we would recommend is that you really need to sit down mm-hmm. and begin to talk with your spouse about how you feel. Yeah. Be honest. Mm-hmm. This is what is going on. This is what bothers right. me. You can, men and women, you cannot run from this. Listen, yeah. I, I went to go, I'm, I'm going to say this. I went to go do some work for one of my clients this week. And when, you know, she saw the ring on my finger and she saw, she said to me, she said, uh, so you married, huh? I see the ring on your finger. And I said, yeah, this is what she said. She said, uh, she said happily or just making it. <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, when he but told me that, I was that's like, how it is though. That's how it is. Some people are just making it. Yes. Just going. She said, she told me this. She said, there are some people, they just in the house together and they're just going oh through the God. motions. Yeah. They're just in there for a financial convenience. Yeah. And I, we, we said that. We said we don't ever want to just be in the house just yeah. making it, mm-hmm. just going through the motions. Right. I would not do that. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So when something, when something is wrong, when yeah. something is broken, mm-hmm. we need to begin to uh, look, see how can we fix this. Exactly. And, and, and it may be hard, mm-hmm. but you have to face it. Right. So that God can fix it. Yes. So. And oftentimes... Women feel like they have been saying this, like they're just dragging their weight. And I've heard this also, I can't make love to uh, my son. You know, I'm having to do everything. I'm having to carry the load. I feel like I'm talking to a child. That's an issue, you know, because when you're in this intimate setting, you're, you're having, you know, making love. And then the person is thinking that everything's okay. And he going back and eating a bowl of cereal after things. Now she's still festering over everything. And he ain't eating a bowl of cereal, playing some games while she's out here hustling like a man. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to go too deep on that. Yeah. But that is one of the main reasons. And they say that they don't want to be intimate. Yeah, that's right. And so if you can't, and if you find that you can't communicate, mm-hmm. uh, you're not being able to communicate so the person doesn't want to talk, then the next level is you need, you, 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 if you can, because I know everybody doesn't like to do this, but you need to get counseling. Yes. You need to get a, a party to come in, somebody that's unbiased. not unbiased, to be able to say, hey, we need to sit down because we're having some issues. Yeah. Because if you don't handle these things, if you don't begin to do something, yes. something to begin to deal with this intimacy mm-hmm. situation, then uh, t- trust me, some things will only get worse. It only gets so worse. So we have to make sure that we do that, you know. And mm-hmm. we don't, we 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 encourage marriage. We yes. we're here to encourage people mm-hmm. to 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 let your relationship grow, to yes. thrive in your marriage. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get to that point where you're saying, well, we we just we just grew apart. Exactly. That's what you hear people say a lot. We just grew apart. The intimacy left. Something happened. I don't yes. love her anymore. I don't love him anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's what will happen. Yeah. So you so you really, if you're one of those two couples or couples that are watching tonight yeah. and you mm-hmm. say man I know we're in trouble yes you need to begin to do some communication you need yes. to sit down and start having some conversation mm-hmm. some 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 courageous conversation yes. is what we call it mm-hmm. and then you need and if, and if that's not working yes. get some counseling do yes. something mm-hmm. all I'm saying to you man or woman do something yes. come together and do something and it takes 
it doesn't. It, it, it takes both people. Yes. It takes. It takes two. You can't be dancing by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to dance together yes. to work on this thing. So mm -hmm. it's it's definitely important to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and and the thing of it is, is that when a, when a, when you talk to the person and you've gone over this stuff, and I hear women say, it's been years, it's been three years, and no, I don't want to. Uh, it's been ten years. I we live in separate rooms. We're they're like roommates at this point, and that's when it's really gotten really bad. So once you go to counseling, and I hear some women say, we've gone from counselor after counselor. He has not changed. You have to make some decisions because if you don't, you're gonna have a slow death. You've done once you've done everything that you can do to salvage your marriage, you do what you can do. You pray, you've done you have to make a decision on which way to go. You need counseling for yourself, whether it's the male that's dragging the woman or it's the female that's dragging it. It's like you're dragging dead weight. So you have to make a decision and be you know, strong about it and ask God to help you to get to the next level because if not, you are stuck. Yeah. I'm, I've, I've talked to many women, they are stuck and that's a bad place to be. So you can become unstuck. All change starts with a decision. Yeah, you yes. have to figure out. It's important for you to, to, for you to figure out mm -hmm. what you have to do. Yes. And, the, and, the, and, the, and the last thing we wanna say because our time is up tonight, is that we want to, through this whole process, you, and my wife said it in the beginning, you have to really be praying. Yes. You have to be praying the whole time. I mean, you got to be really spending some time with the Lord praying so that you can hear what God is saying yes. to you. Because at the end of the day, it's not what we say, it's not what grandmama say, it's not what mama say, mm -hmm. it's what God is saying to you yes. that you need to do so that mm -hmm. you can move forward uh, healthy with, yes. in a healthy relationship. Yes. So that's what we want to uh, uh, encourage you to do tonight yes. is pray. Mm -hmm. it's, it's three things to do. Pray, pray, and pray. Amen. And then listen mm -hmm. to see what the Lord is saying. Now we have more on this subject, on yes. this topic that we're going to be talking about on the next time, mm -hmm. but we're out of time. The time, the time, time flies when you're having fun. Yes. But we want to thank you again mm -hmm. for tuning in with us tonight. We, did, we had so much fun with you, and, and we, we're going to go deeper next yes, time. Yes, yes. Deeper. We're going to mm -hmm. go deeper because we're going to talk about intimacy. When you break the word down, it, it's really broken down to into me see. Mm -hmm. I want you to see into me. Yes. And so we're going to talk about that next time. So we want to thank you for tuning you in so to the Marriage Reloaded podcast, and we're going to see you next time. Have a wonderful evening. Enjoy your evening. Amen. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.